Hello, Plainfield Christian Church family, and welcome to the final weekly companion podcast that goes along with our uh, David reading plan. I'm so excited for all of you who signed up to get those texts every day. I hope they were an encouragement to your day as we get to read as a church together through the week and listen to the word preached on Sunday morning. Uh, We hope to do more things like this in the future. So if this has been something that has been encouraging to you, uh, please say something to us and uh, we'd love to uh, provide more helps like this. Today, we are excited to be joined by our executive director, Brian Cragen. Brian, welcome. Thank you. I will be reading uh, through 1 Kings 2, 1 through 12 today. Uh, this is at the end of David's life, Brian, mm-hmm. and he he's giving instructions to Solomon. And I think it's worth repeating here, so I just want to read uh, this little section here. It says, So be strong, act like a man, and observe what the Lord your God requires. Walk in obedience to him and keep his decrees and commands, his laws and regulations, as it is written in the law of Moses. Do this so you may prosper in all you do and wherever you go, and that the Lord may keep his promises to me, his promise to me. If you're des- and here's the promise right here, Brian. If your descendants watch how they live and they walk faithfully before me with all their heart and soul, you will never fail to have a successor on the throne. Uh, of Israel. I mean, this is a powerful message to your to your son. And here, here's the simple question I had for you: Is what in that area right there just resonated with you? What what stood out to you? Mm. Yeah, it really is a strong passage. And when and when you start to dissect it, you you're right. You start to see David who's realizing that he's at the end of his life yeah. and he wants to speak into his son. He wants mm-hmm. to start giving some advice. The one thing that stuck out to me is when he said, act like a man. And you can, you can think about that in a couple of different ways. Sure. For me, um, when, when I want to approach my children, I would say, what does it mean to be a man or a woman as a Christian? Or in a Christian society. Because it's not like what culture would say, like, be a man. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Be a man. Go out and beat your chest, right? Yeah. And and get in wrestling matches. Not, that's not necessarily it. Um, so what does it really mean to be a man? What is your role as a Christian man, as a Christian woman? Yeah. And understand that, and then go do that. Yeah. And I love his advice was, <laughs> hey, do what's written in the law. <laughs> Do what you know you're supposed to do. As you said, Brian, you have two sons and a daughter. Mm -hmm. Um, You're still a a fairly relatively young man. Yeah, Yeah, relatively. I mean, you have grandkids. I have a couple (laughs) grandkids, but yeah. Um, At the end of your life, which we hope is a long, long time from Mm -hmm. now, what do you want to leave your children Mm -hmm. with? Mm -hmm. What message? You're David here. What message do you want them to know? And, And by the way, I get to see this a little bit from a distance of you pouring into your kids in this Mm -hmm. way and even with your son-in-law in in different ways but what what message do you want to leave them you know it's um you see david doing a really good thing here and he's he's pouring into solomon but it's also at the end of his life and one thing uh, that's for sure is that the time that we get to spend with our children is very short. Mm. It goes by very quickly. And, you know, my advice to younger parents out there would be, don't wait 
Don't wait to be talking to your children about their faith and about living out their faith. Do it early Mm -hmm. and do it often and do it consistently because you don't know when that last chance is not going to be there. And so it just, I would say, yeah, just make sure that you're spending those quality moments and having those really good conversations with your children. I had uh, a friend who's a friend of yours as well, Mm -hmm. who he was talking to me about living out his faith in front of his kids. And he goes, I've always read my Bible, but I always did it. My kids never saw me do it. And so I just made a point to start doing it in the Mm -hmm. morning where they would see me doing it. So it's even practicing your faith in front of your kids and and having those conversations. And that is a great point because even more than hearing what you say, your children are going to see what you do. Yeah. They're going to see how you treat that waitress that maybe doesn't give you good service yeah. when you're out to eat. Or how do you talk about people when you leave their presence? Interesting. Your, your children are watching you. And so, yes, you should be talking to them and should be having conversations. But it also starts with you and how you live your life. There's an interesting line at the end of that passage that we, that we read. It says, if... They watch how they live. You will mm-hmm. never fail to have a successor on the throne of Israel. That if you mm-hmm. keep doing now, we've read the story, and yeah. we know that does not go well. That we just start to get bad king after bad king after bad king. Um, you've done this a little bit, but say a little bit more to young parents um, who are just starting out this journey of faith. What is what are some practical things that you? And Diana did with your kids mm-hmm. that when when uh, when they were younger that you really felt worked well mm-hmm. on instilling that faith to to last from generation to generation. Sure, um, family prayer is really important, mm-hmm. right? And um, just showing your children how to pray, how to pray as a family, um, and setting that as something that's important in their life. Yeah. Uh, and again, it's consistency, right? It's just continuing to do that. And there will be times that you will think, okay, they're not getting it, right? right? Am I just talking to the wall here? Yeah. The reality is, is that they do. Mm. And at some point in their lives, they will show you that. Yeah. And so it's consistency, uh, consistency with prayer, um, and just consistency in showing love as a family, just showing love to one another and being there for one another. Let me ask you one more question. Yeah. <clears throat> what would you say to families who say, man, this is awkward? Like to sit my family down and pray with mm. them, it is awkward. It's very awkward. Yeah? Yes. Okay. Uh, it is. It is awkward. Yeah. Um, but you know, like anything else that starts off awkward, the more you do it, the less awkward it becomes. Right. And it's just a matter of just getting over that initial response that initial initial awkwardness yeah yeah and then you think kids just want they want that leadership from their parents I find. absolutely yeah whether they show it or not right yeah. i think kids always want that leadership and they want to know that as a parent that you care for them and mm-hmm. that you love them um and you know there is no better way than helping them there is no better way in showing the your love for them than just helping them grow in their faith and yeah. their relationship with jesus thanks brian uh, a lot of research out there that you see says it takes 28 days to create a habit. We've been doing this for nine weeks, so I hope 
this has become a healthy spiritual habit of you uh, for you of reading your Bible and listening to the world uh, to the Word. So I just want to um, a I want to say I'm proud of you. Really good job, and I just want to encourage you to keep up with it. Thank you for joining uh, us on this companion reading podcast of David's life. 